Welcome to You Ask, the podcast where people ask Reddit and we answer instead. I'm Katie. I'm Matt. We're your hosts. Each week we answer two questions from Ask Reddit Thread. Uh, if you don't know what that is, first episode we have a very yeah. wonderful description about Check what, out app one. Yeah, about what Reddit is, what Ask Reddit is. Anyway, so yeah, each week we pull two questions. This week, just like every other week, we've got two questions. Two questions. <laughs> <laughs> Give us that first one, Matt. All right, Katie. So this one is the anti-bucket list. What's something you'll never do again? This is an easy one for me. Uh, if you know me, you've probably heard me say this before. I will never go camping again in Canada on the May 2-4 weekend. <laughs> but maybe somewhere else, some other country. Maybe some like other country, some warmer country, yeah. sure. Camping um, in Cuba. But that's not where we live. We live in Canada, and I've gone camping on May 2-4 weekend a lot of times. And many of those times afterwards, I said, I'll never do that again. Uh, because it snowed or it rained the whole time or it was freezing. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I've done it again. A couple times I reneged and I did it again. And the last time was probably five years ago. Yep. And we went to Bon Echo, one of our favorite spots, Joe Perry Lake. It's like an awesome little paddle-in backcountry site. Get yep. in your canoe. You have a super private spot. We went with our friend Sam and our puppy at the time and uh, it was freezing and it rained so much it like never ever stopped oh, raining non-stop poor, was, poor Sam got so wet he and got soaked he got so the tent that he we had he had used one of our tents I think like mm -hmm. our old tent it, we lent <laughs> it him a bum tent janky it might have had some holes in it Sam got soaked and uh yeah he, he was like it's like a little swimming pool inside yeah <laughs> he had like sweatpants were all wet he was soaked. trying to dry them on the fire it was uh it was a really tough weekend and it was I had uh it was still fun to, uh on kind of you know like you really make the most of it when you're when you're camping, especially in the backcountry, there's like something beautiful about it, even when it's hard. There's a picture of us from that camping trip on our wall. So there's yeah. like, we look back on it with some level of fondness. Yeah. And the pictures of me, you, and Sam, and Cashew all crammed into the canoe with all of our stuff that we had for the whole weekend. So is it on the way in or on the way out? I think out? it's on the way out. I think it's on yeah. the way out too. Yeah. Because we look like soaked and <laughs> kind and, of haggard. And so happy. Just <laughs> so happy to be leaving. going out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, one time I camped, like, I was probably early in, in my 20s or even a late teenager, I camped up in Sable Beach mm -hmm. one uh, May 2-4, and it snowed, or, like, hailed, and yeah. I, I, I said after that I would never do it again, and tried again five years ago, I and I think this is it, I think that's not the weekend to go camping. Yeah, is it a great kickoff to summer? Sure, but I'll have a barbecue instead where I can go inside after, yeah. and I'll okay. go camping another weekend. In a couple weeks, in a few weeks. Maybe in July or yeah. August. Yeah, maybe even June. What I like June? camping, but... June June is also... June could work. Could be a little bit... June is hard, get, though. With the bugs. The, the bugs are heavy The bugs are rough in June. Yeah, the bugs the are back heavy in June. The backcountry in June is buggy. Oh, yeah. You gotta, like wear the scarves all up so i want to ask you then so if uh you don't ever want to go camping on march uh or may 2 4 ever mm -hmm. again because mm -hmm. you had too many bad experiences did you have any good experiences on may 2 because sometimes it's like you look at the forecast and you're like oh it's gonna be good you're gonna get that chunk um like a good the lucky may year uh, where it's gonna be nice and warm you're gonna get it right some sometimes it happens i've had like i can think of maybe one time um when it was good it wasn't like good enough to go into the beach and go swim in the lake or anything especially and this was like in northern alberta so that's like there's a rare window 
where it's warm in the water. <laughs> and even then, it's like you just get acclimatized to it. So, um, yeah, I don't think so. I think I think there was one May two four that was kind of fun. We were in Wasaga Beach, and I think it was May two four, but it was just like a huge wild party at this campground that. Like I had gone to the, the campground once before after mm-hmm. our prom. That's where we went and we like camped for the weekend and uh, had like a party there. And it was this campground and basically their only rule was uh, you couldn't have fireworks and you couldn't have any glass. So everything had to be in plastic. <laughs> but other than that, it was like no rules. Um, no and rules. the camping, there are no <laughs> it was just like a big open place. Right. And there were fire pits around and you just kind of choose a fire pit and set up. And uh, when we went this other time, and I, I'm pretty sure it was made to for it. It could have been Canada, but I think it was May 2-4. Um, and the campground was like a different world. It was like jam-packed. Like mm-hmm. we were able to maybe find a five foot by five foot square <laughs> to like put our stuff down. And, and it was someone's just... tent was right next to you, right? Oh, like it was like, it like was packed. On top. Yeah, oh, it was man. just a huge party. And there were fireworks in there. I, It was crazy. I had just met... We were like, you know, meeting all kinds of people, just <laughs> hanging out, partying. Early 20s. Yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. having Absolutely. a fun party. I was with a bunch of my friends and uh, we were hanging out with these people and I had like just met somebody. We had just introduced ourselves. It was like this this girl. Uh, we were chatting and like five minutes later, uh, we weren't talking anymore. We had like gone our separate ways. She got hit right in the chest with a firework. Like somebody shot a Roman candle, hit her right in the chest. What? And I saw her after and she was like all burned on oh, her, no. flecked on her face and on her neck oh. and stuff. Yeah, it was wild. It didn't like hit clothing. She wasn't like wearing a sweatshirt. She, was, I, she like, was wearing like a tank top like, or oh something, you know? So it like hit her bare skin yeah. too. Oh man, yeah. that sucks. It was, yeah, it was a very uh, wild party. But was it like a hot, good camping experience? No, it was like, a, <laughs> I don't even know that's what the weather camping. was. That's, yeah. like a, that's a party. <laughs> it was yeah. just a party. It's yeah. an unsafe fire hazard party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's your 20s. Sometimes, you, you know, you you look back on some of the things that you did when you were in your 20s and, and the places that you were, like this Sunshine Park, West Park. Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> No glass. But how the tents did it, like some people are shooting fireworks. Tents are stacked on top of one another. Tents are pretty, like, I don't know. Aren't they pretty flammable? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's sometimes you find yourself looking back on the situations that you were in and you're like, how the hell did we get out of that? <laughs> and what were we doing with, there? <laughs> like with a fun memory. Like, well, yeah. I guess like your memory for you is like this. I mean, if we ask the woman that got hit with the Roman candle, she may have a different perspective. But um, yeah. The other thing I really remember is uh, my friend Dan mixed. He had like some vodka and some like tang crystals, and oh, he just, just mixed the them together, in? and it was oh, like this <laughs> disgusting That's drink. Just I've no, tried that before. Those were the highlights of the yeah. weekend, I guess. <laughs> that doesn't end well. I tried it with Gatorade. That was the oh, one that I did. I just no like good. Gatorade, and I was thinking, it was like, oh, Gatorade it hydrates you, so yeah. I won't be hungover. It's, it's like, yeah, I was way hungover. Sports, yeah, sports, <laughs> sugar inside this booze. Uh, I do have uh, one more. So that was my first, like, obvious, obvious answer. I do have one other answer that i am got to say because I like giving more than one answer. Of course. Uh, and another thing I'll never do again is, like, face-to-face, direct dialogue, door-to-door fundraising. It's a job yeah. I had in my past. You've had in your yeah. past. I had it twice in my past. I never past. did door-to-door, <laughs> though. That is a oh, different yeah, yeah, animal, yeah. I think. It's rough. So first I did like direct dialogue on the street. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been to Toronto or any other major city, you've probably... Hey, you got a minute for Sick Kids? Hey. Hey, you got a minute for Amnesty International? Hey, I like your shoes. Do you have a minute for yeah. Sick Kids? Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool bag. You got a sock? Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a hard job. Uh, you spend God. all day outside. I started the job in February. 
Uh, it was freezing. It was in Toronto. And you spend all day trying to get people to talk to you and just getting rejection after rejection. Like, mm-hmm. And on the streets of Toronto, you, you'll, sometimes you're like at Young and Dundas Square. Like you're well, thousands. thousands of rejections thousands a day. Of and some people are like aggressive and mean and all kinds of things. Yeah. And your job is to get people to sign up for monthly donations. And it's really hard because mm-hmm. you're standing on the street trying to get people to stop and talk to you and then convince them to make a monthly donation. To a worthy cause, for sure. It's a good way. These charities raise like sick kids and save the children. Oh, raise tons of money by absolutely. hiring companies to solicit monthly donations, for sure. Yep. It's effective, um, but it's so hard. And yeah, well, I mean, it goes to a good cause, too, for sure. It's not like they're just... No, it's legit. Yeah, right. It's, it's legit. It's, it's legit for sure. But yeah, I I agree with you. That's for it's me. So I'll never hard. do that again either. Like I worked on the street in Toronto doing fundraising and was, I've done it on the phones and I've done it in face to face on person, and hearing people working for the same organization that you did, that they had the door to door program. That just sounded so much more. The rejection felt like it would sting so much harder than on the street. On the street, it's like this is public space. We're all kind of sharing it. If you reject it, it's like easy to just you can bounce. Brush it off. You're often trying to be playful, and if there's so many people, you're just trying to see if one person will come over and listen to you, and then you just that's that's it. You start from there. Ooh, touching the cables. <laughs> it's uh, it's different though when you're knocking on people's doors, like interrupting their dinner time in or their, their kids' space. nap or yeah, whatever. Exactly. So I did I did direct dialogue on the street for about a year uh, mm-hmm. with one company and then I stopped doing that I uh, decided it wasn't for me and I knew from the beginning it wasn't for me it's like so opposite of my personality type um, it yeah. felt like I really <laughs> had to push myself very far out of my comfort sure. zone to do that job um, which is awesome that you did I yeah, think that's, sure. yeah, that's, that's a growth <laughs> I do think thing it did for help sure me which, grow, is, yeah. which is awesome and the other really cool thing is you meet a lot of really fun people at that organization there's you meet so many like so many of our friends work there uh you meet a really unique population of like young creative minds that's how we met each other without that uh we'll just say at the company public outreach that we worked for this doing this fundraising job if we both didn't work there we wouldn't have we wouldn't have, we met. Wouldn't have met even though we didn't actually work there at the same time nope uh, we never worked together but uh we had common friends because of working there mm-hmm. and common bandmates and yep. all kinds of things we know so many people who who work there and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. So really interesting. And then after I stopped working there, um, I took a little time away from that, decided it wasn't for me, but then had an opportunity to go to a new company. Uh, and I was still looking for work at the time and I did door to door. And it was like very quickly like, oh, not like street fundraising wasn't for me. And this is extra, extra. Yeah. <laughs> not so you did the me. street fundraising for a year. How long did you do door to door? Not long, like uh, five maybe minutes. a month. Or, yeah. <laughs> Approximately five minutes. Yeah. No, like maybe like maybe a month or two. I don't think I even right. lasted that long. So you passed the whatever their evaluation where you have to raise a certain amount of funds in this short period of time in order to prove your worthiness. <laughs> and that's another really hard thing about these jobs is at public outreach. It was like, oh, man, I was always there was like a point where I was on the brink of being fired because my numbers were not high enough because I sucked at the job because it was a terrible job for me. Yeah. Uh, but on the, they also really liked me, identified a lot of good skills in me and wanted to, to promote me to be a supervisor. Mm-hmm. And it was literally a conversation one day. Like, we want to promote you, but you, if you don't get uh, any donations today, yeah. we will have to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about like big swings on the ups and the lows. Yeah. Here, right. Like, yeah. And I, and my experience is echoes the same there. This is, you're always chasing numbers 
And if they, you know, like you, if you can hit those numbers, they'll give you more. But you still have to keep chasing those numbers. numbers. It's insane. Um, I guess they give you a little bit more grace the longer you've been there. But ultimately, it's it's a numbers game, right? Um, It's tough. So and that's me. <laughs> dealing with the rejection is horrible. That was oh my god, that was a horrible thing. It's like even you can, even if you really try and have a thick skin and you go in it, like I'm just gonna let it roll off my back. It's like, yeah, maybe the first 500. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> By the end of the day, it starts to yeah. wear on you a little bit. Yeah, you build up sure. some resilience, or you get fired, right? Like that's ultimately you go what home that so happens. Sad. Yeah. Oh man, or you just cry all the way home. <laughs> So that's right. good. So yeah, that's always a fun thing, right? <laughs> what so, about you? So I guess that one's on your list too. But what else is on your list? So what mine, else won't you do again? So uh, uh, you were talking about partying at this place in Wasega and just being, you know, completely irresponsible, <laughs> but having the time of your life. <laughs> it's Classic. Like a, it's like a fine razor's edge. You sort of walk sometimes with that. So mine will be like I. I don't think I'll ever take the stopper off of uh, some liquor. <laughs> And just drink it straight up. Straight from the bottle. Uh, straight from no the bottle stopper. with no stopper on it anymore. And you know, I think uh, for um, it to have a stopper in it, it means that it's a large bottle. It's a big one. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's above the regular size, whatever, 26-ounce <laughs> bottle. It's like the 60-ounce. So at my, one of my buddy's bachelor parties, it was like a bachelor, whatever, five days or week or something up at the this cottage in Kawartha. And, and it was we probably like... Five years ago now? Probably not quite, because I think we lived here. We did, yeah. So maybe, maybe four years maybe ago. Maybe four years ago. Yeah, maybe four years ago. So, you know, the jury's still out whether or not I'll do this again. But I'm in my all, full intention of never doing this Hoping ever again. Hoping not to do this again. But we were we were having a good time. The sun was out. Drinks were, were flowing, and, and uh, me and one of the, the gents at this this bachelor party had a I think it was a sixty of Canadian Club whiskey, and we just pulled the mm. little stopper off. We were down playing like. I think we were playing can jam. There's like four or five of us down at the the lake playing can jam where you throw a frisbee and trying to knock and like a, a can. can. Yeah. And you jam. You jam. You jam it out. Uh, so we took this, me and one other guy, we took it off and we just like basically traded this thing back and forth like it was a like a joint or something, right? Like just back and forth. Um, and uh, next thing I know, it was the sun was shining. And then, like I said, next thing I know, I was uh, in my bed sleeping. So... <laughs> I uh it's funny I was uh, not at the bachelor party I was uh here at home yeah it was dudes only uh, on this this debauchery (laughs) I was uh whatever doing my own thing and uh we had exchanged a few texts in the afternoon and it was like it sounded like you're having a great time and then all of a sudden there was just like radio silence (laughs) for like six or seven hours and it was like like three in the afternoon or something like it was a very weird time so I said the sun was shining and this was like I think it was in September yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were just gone. And then eventually around like 10 p.m. or something, you yeah. texted me like, oh, I fell asleep. Oh, yeah. I came to in my room and I came downstairs and all the fellows were like watching a movie, <laughs> just kind of hanging out, eating snacks. <laughs> the other guy dinner. that was drinking, they're like, oh, he's done. He's a hurting unit. I felt fine. I like went and slept it off. I got up, like ate some food. It's <laughs> funny. Watch this movie. Another thing that happened that weekend, and it could have easily been a result of this, is that you, we think you had an encounter with some giant hogweed, and you came home with like yeah. these, it looked like really weird sunburns on you, but then they kept getting worse. <laughs> they like turned into blisters. They turned into like welts. All yeah. on like my lower abdomen. 
which is strange. And I think you had a little on your hand too. That's right. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, I did. It was like all these you blisters of the started. Happening. Yeah, it was the whiskey <laughs> <laughs> that's taking the stopper off. If I had left the stopper on, you'd remember all. It would have been a slow drip. We would have been like, "Did you touch giant hogweed?" And you'd be like, "Yeah, I did." But now it's like. You're like, I have no idea. Was there even giant hogweed there? Who knows? Who knows? Is this a weird sunburn? Maybe I ran into the forest. Originally, Who we knows? thought it was a sunburn. You're like, I must have just put sunscreen on like really irresponsibly. Like, <laughs> just missed a few spots. Well, because it looked like just one big red spot. Yeah. It eventually tur- turned into like, there's clearly like a blister here and a blister there. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. I just started a new job <clears throat> where, I, like I'm, where I still have it now, where I drive a lot for a living. And... Uh, it was like I had all these bandages sitting in there for the first like couple of weeks. Yeah, it was bad. And I don't know where the hell the hogweed came from, how I encountered it. That stuff is crazy. You know why you don't know? Because the Cause whiskey. The whiskey stopper. Took the I took off. the stopper off. Don't so do, don't do that again. Anti bucket list. Yeah. Don't take <laughs> the stopper off. Don't do that. Leave that thing in there. It's here for a purpose. Uh, and for me, another one, you were here for this one. We were, I think we were going into Toronto for something or other uh, to see some friends I think it was as we do as we do as we do and we wanted to stop for coffee mm-hmm. and there's like a they're called on routes off the 401 oh yeah um, it's like a gas station a um, couple fast food places in a convenience store all, yeah there's all often like a, an A&W uh, Starbucks is in it yeah and you like don't have to really get off store. the highway you don't have to take an exit and get off it's a it's a dedicated yeah, it's like on the shoulder yeah, yeah, yeah it's like you pull off in the shoulder, shoulder like trucks part. I think trucks sometimes will use them as like they can stop there and like sleep in their uh, trailer if they need to for a little bit take a nice. rest take a chill pill um but we went in there every time I've gone into this drive through any of them, you end up waiting so friggin long because I think like the 401, there's so many people on it that everyone mm-hmm. has this idea like, oh, I'm going to get a coffee. It's so easy. You don't, right go, you don't have to go. You don't have to go at an exit. You have a dedicated spot. Right the here. last time we went, I was so mad. It was you, me and our buddy Randall. And we were sitting yeah. in the car and I timed it. The time we pulled in and by the time we left was 30 minutes. That's too long. Sitting That's in the too car. Long for I was, coffee. I was losing my mind. Yeah. And we were stuck in the drive through. We we're trapped. It wasn't like we could get out. We like, could we, have died in there. We could have died. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly thought we were going to die. We were running I was out of so, air. <laughs> someone was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was it thinking. Was close. No. Um, but yeah, so I, I won't ever stop at one of those places for, for to use the drive through. Yeah, it's really um, funny. We have like a gas station with a Tim Hortons twenty meters from our house probably. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like if you really wanted a coffee before you get on the highway, <laughs> you could get one. It would take you twenty extra seconds. Yeah. I mean often no, we just like bring our own coffee from home. Hundred percent. Like man. Sometimes yeah. you wanna stop in the en route and I remember how enraged I was every time and I drive by that place so time. often for work. Um, just cause I, I, like I said, I drive for a living. So every time I see it, it like reminded my head, like a little ding, a little flare hey, up. don't go. Yeah. I get triggered. Yeah. I get like a little rage builds in me, <laughs> a little drive through rage, a yeah. penned in rage. The good stuff. Yeah. So those are, those are my anti. Uh, I think that's a bunch of good list. ones. That's a bunch of shit we should never do again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That shit we should never do again. We're off that stuff. <laughs> probably yeah we'll, see. We'll, we'll see. see we'll see we'll keep you updated but that's... next thing you know may two for me you whiskey no stopper <laughs> yeah camping may Get, two trying to fundraise the, yeah, at the campsite try, trying to raise some funds and, and we, what do you know we stopped at the on roof for coffee and it took us a week <laughs> it's 
gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. Check it out, May two four. Yeah. Sweet. All right. So, what's your question this week, Katie? All right, Matt. If you could ask your pet one question and get an intelligent and honest answer, what would you ask? Oh, I love this question. And this in in this case, it's not your pet; it's our, our pet. Our pet, yeah. And for it's sure. our sweet dog, Cashew. Yeah, she's. What would you ask her? I so I when you first threw this question at me to let me stew on it for let a it little simmer. bit, let it simmer. I was trying to think of like, okay, so if I only get one question, I kind of want to ask something that's going to unlock more things for me it's not mm-hmm. just going to be like how you feeling right now mm-hmm. and get like an answer that's only going to get me so far i want to be able to like do more with that one answer into the future um so i was kind of thinking I, th- I, th- I think i would ask like what is it that we're like what is it that we're not doing for this dog because yeah. in my own mind this dog lives the greatest life Agreed. of any animal yeah um she Her sleeps life is freaking and sweet. plays and eats and <laughs> yeah. gets love and cuddles and plays like that's it like and sleep she sleeps so <laughs> she much sleeps so much and like she gets love everywhere she goes she oh, doesn't yeah. have any worry of the she's adored. you know she's not yeah hung up on human sort of concerns no. um so my question would be like what is it that we're not like is there anything that you want to do that we're not doing. Yeah. That like will give you more fulfillment in your life. Love it. Like what, what's missing? How do we make your life better? How do better? we make your life better? Yeah, exactly. Our sweet girl. How do we make your life better? Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask, like to try and be like, uh, like to think really good about it, I guess. Yeah, to, <laughs> to like to, to try really and good. to think really good about it. <laughs> but to, to try and be like, this is what I would want to say. If yeah. I was to try and give like a good answer. Now, what I would actually like, depending on the scenario that you find yourself in, when you get presented this potential to ask your pet one question and it's going to give you an answer. Like before we came down here, Cashew's been whining her ass off at us. Yeah. And we don't know up? why. What she's she like, doing? we've let her outside. She's used, like she's relieved herself. She's played. She's been, she's eaten. She's been given some treats and she's still like, we're lo- giving her pets. We don't know what she wants to do. So right now it might be like, what the hell do you need? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Tell me. Cashew. Yeah. And then I'll be forever like, why did I do that? Why yeah. Did why I did I waste my question? question? I wasted you it. should have wished for another wish. Yeah. So. That's what I would ask. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm super glad you would ask that because that means I don't have to ask that. And I can ask my second question because that was my first answer for sure. What can we do to make your life better? What do we, yeah. What are we not doing? Yeah. What do you need, girl? What? Yeah. What do you need, girl? But now, because you're going to ask that, and obviously we get one question each, I, um, I would ask her like, what are you doing? What is up with that thing that you do when she does this thing where she like drives her head down into her feet. She sticks her ass up in the air. She like wags her tail and it's like this weird contorted thing she's like trying to put her back foot into her mouth yeah and she like goes (laughs) 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 she'll often like do it on the couch or on the floor she'll do it anywhere and and what we do and we've done it since she was a puppy is we like pat her on her butt and push her over onto her back and then rub her belly yeah and it's like is that what she wants i have no idea what does that mean yeah, why is she doing tell that us here? <laughs> but it's hilarious um i remember one time the first time my brother uh ever went to i think when we were living in toronto and uh well, we were apartment. both yeah we were yeah. living in an apartment when we first got cashew and uh you were going to school and i was working uh out of town and 
there were some days where Cashy was alone for a while, and one day Andrew stopped in. Yeah to let her out to pee and, and that kind of stuff and he sent me a picture of her in that po- like what is she what is this <laughs> yeah, and what is she WTF, doing right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know that's just her thing and I think like we always laughed and encouraged it when she was a puppy so she still she does it all the time yeah it um, could be at this point that she's doing it to get that affection yeah she knows that but like but yeah, I'm interested like what does she think that means yeah <laughs> what is she trying to convey with that <laughs> oh you think I'm cute yeah how about this view what about with my foot in my mouth yeah gargling at you my butt in the air my tail slapping you yeah (laughs) it's funny it is funny yeah it's very endearing even though it's weird yeah and i think like every time any of our friends come over she often does that oh yeah it doesn't take much to get if you're sitting on the couch especially and you're like giving her some rubs right next to you and just like yeah her body will bash up against she just becomes still then and like makes eye contact with you and then starts wagging her tail (laughs) like are you doing this you can slap me in my butt and roll me over (laughs) rub my belly (laughs) please (laughs) such a silly dog uh yeah, that's so that, good. Those, that's it. If we, if you ask that your question and I ask my question, I'd have all the answers I need from Miss Cashy. <laughs> I never even <laughs> thought of it that we would each be like, okay, we're gonna unlock two questions from our dog now. What's <laughs> funny that I think our our first question for both of us is like, what can we do to make your life better? Because I agree. Yeah. I think I think we're giving her a great life. I think she has an awesome life. But yeah. I don't know. I'd be interested in her perspective. Because maybe it's something simple. Maybe she's like, oh, it'd be awesome if you put another towel in my crate. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. sweet. She's yeah. like, oh, I really like when you add a little water to that dry food. Wow. Oh, okay. Hell yeah, girl. Yeah. You want a little chicken broth? Yeah, no problem. I'll hook you we up. Can do that. Hook you up. Like, uh, Low sodium. If you could give me more coconut oil, <laughs> yeah, that sure. would be amazing. That's her jam. She like knows she could be on the other side of the house. And you could try and open a jar of coconut oil. She's coming. Even she'll like, like come you could, from upstairs. You could try and do it as quietly and discreetly as possible. And she, before you've even fully opened it, she's like she's sitting there. down beside you, <laughs> looking at you. She likes it. Yeah. Oh, she loves it. Yeah. I wonder what she would say. <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, I think she lives a pretty fulfilled life. I think so. If I was her, I'd be feeling pretty good <laughs> she would probably be like you just need to throw the ball all the time like yeah. some you have to throw something for me all the time non-stop like i want to go until i say stop <laughs> Not she's you a certified say stop. fetchaholic oh she's an addict yeah. for sure oh, yeah. she is an addict we, we created have, a fetch monster we have a fetch monster on our hands for sure all right so there you go that's what we'll never do again and that's what we'd ask our dog mm-hmm so if you like uh, what we're talking about, if you like listening to You Asked, uh, you should subscribe on uh, whatever you're listening on and tell your friends or whatever. Yeah. Holler at us, too. We'd love to hear if you have a pet uh, or what your anti-bucket list is. What are you never going to do again and what are you going to get your pet to tell you? What do you think they have to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> what well, secrets do they have? They might have secrets. Yeah, I guess that's a good question, too. Yeah. What are your secrets? What are your secrets, dog? Anyways, uh, we'll have another episode next Friday because that's what we're doing every Friday. So check it out.